this is Kyle back with another retro episode. This week we're going to be talking about a couple top five episodes. This one in particular, our first one up is going to be from last year. Actually, we dropped this on December 13th, so almost exactly a year ago. And this is top five Christmas movie villains. The only thing I remember about this list is it was really hard to put together and it was really fun to talk about because there's so many great characters and so many great movies that we get into on this episode so definitely enjoy this one i'm also going to drop our top five christmas movie episode which will come out here on friday so come back for that one as well and we are going to try and get home alone 2 done and in the can if we can this week to um bring you guys some new content as we get ready to turn the page on 2020 and move into 2021. Enjoy this episode from our archives and we will be back next week. Welcome back to the Back in Time podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Autry, joined as always by my co-host, JD. JD, it's another top five this week. I am looking forward to it. But first, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty merry and cherry for sure, but I have a little little eggnog running through my blood, so I'm feeling sinister for this episode. Okay. Well, you I like eggnog? I don't. Not an eggnog guy. Yeah, I figured you didn't like Christmas. Mm. Am I a villain? Wait, <laughs> am I on this list? Oh, you just wait. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to jump into this list, see if we have any similar ones and what you're thinking. But uh, yeah, before I, I kind of give the breakdown of today's episode, I want to thank you guys for hitting the download button on today's podcast. You can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, IGTV, and YouTube. And if you want to support the show, just go ahead and head over to our Twitter, Instagram, at Back in Time Pod, or Facebook, and give us a like, follow us, retweet, like our post. Uh, if you're listening to the episode, maybe screen grab it, post it on your social media, let people know you're actually listening to our show, because that is the best way to help spread the word and get our name out there a little bit. And we appreciate your guys' support as always. Now, this week, I thought this would be a fun episode. Last year, JD, we did top five Christmas movies. This year, we're doing top five Christmas villains. And we're going to dive into some of the bad guys from Christmas and see who's trying to wreck the day. So, uh, as usual, we'll do a five, four, three, two, one countdown and kind of break them up. Now, do you want to uh, to flip for it on who goes first, or do you want to take the honors? Well, how how do how would we flip for this? This sounds uh, intriguing. Well, I've got a coin here. Actually, I've got I've got a basketball card. <laughs> I will flip it in the air. Heads is Sean Kemp. The back is James Worthy. Oh, I want Sean Kemp. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna flip for it. Sean Kemp. Oh yeah. So you want first or last? I'll lead us off. I'll, I will take the reins because usually I go last. So I'll take this opportunity to be first. Okay. And if you're not first, you're last. Let's do it. Appreciate your flexibility for once and not being the trying to steal the show. <laughs> so I for my number five bad guy, 
1988. Um, I'm in a movie that is arguably divided amongst viewers if it's a Christmas movie or not, but I say it is a Christmas movie for sure. Um, I'm, of course, talking about Die Hard. Uh, Hans Gruber needs to be included in this list because he's one of the all-time great villains anyways. But put him in a Christmas movie, and come on, some Yuletide chair for sure. I can't argue with Hans Gruber. Now, he did not make my list, but I, I like Die Hard. It's not a movie that I look at every year and go, man, I got to watch Die Hard. It's Christmas. It's just not. I don't know why. Same here. Um, you remember when we played the Die Hard video game? Yeah. The arcade game? Yeah. That's what I remember most fondly about the Die Hard franchise is the arcade game. That game is so much fun. But uh, no, it's not, it's not a movie that hits my yearly rotation. It's also a movie that I can watch in the summer. I don't have to watch it in December. But any time that I do watch it, it's a standout performance by Alan Rickman for sure. Uh, and I just, come on, it's Hans motherfucking Gruber. Let me ask you this. What, what is it about the Hans Gruber character that is so uh, diabolical for you that you just, you look at that guy and go, man, that he's just a bad guy. He is just really a bad dude, and he looks so cool in the movie, and he talks so awesome, and he's just acted and portrayed so well. But he's like, he's heinous, and he's so like confident in the way the way that he does is like I feel like there can be a spinoff series of Hans Gruber movies where he's kind of like the evil James Bond. Oh God, don't give him any ideas. It's done. <laughs> it's out there. Trademark. Okay. All right, number five, Die Hard, Hans Gruber. There we go. All right, I'll throw it over to myself here for my number five pick. We're in 1990, getting a little bit of a two-for-one special here. Now, the only reason these two guys did not go higher up on the list is because at the end of the day, they get beat up by a little punk kid, and they get beat up twice. So they're not that <laughs> they're not that great of villains, but at the end of the day, they did want to steal from people. They did want to hurt poor Kevin McAllister. And, of course, I am talking about the Wet Bandits, a.k.a. the Sticky Bandits, a.k.a. Marvin Harry. What do you think about my number five pick? It's an inspired choice. It obviously has to be included, and it may or may definitely be on my list at one point as well. I'm sorry. Um, It's a great pick. So what about these two individuals make them heinous enough to be included in your top villains? This is, most of this got cut out, but just know that at one point, J.D. told me to knock it off with the fan, and I'm just so uncomfortable sitting here. Um, but we're going to keep chucking along for you listeners. Um, yeah, why why they made it on the list for me is, you know, at the end of the day, like, they are really bad guys. Like, there's nothing good about them. They're trying to mug people. They're stealing stuff while they're away on vacation. You know, they're who, who knows what they're going to do to poor Kevin if it wasn't for, you know, old man river coming in with the shovel, like, I mean, they were, it looks like, you know, Harry was going to bite off each one of his fingers at some point. So they are bad guys and they deserve to be on the list. And they are. And, and props to you for the old man river. I I did. That was great. Okay. So what do you got for number four? So my number four um, is either going to make you giggle with glee or make you want to kill me. So am I a villain for going to 1998 for a Christmas family comedy starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas called I'll Be Home for Christmas? 
Oh my gosh. Um, truth be told, I just watched this the other day. Thank you, Disney Plus. I know exactly what villain you're talking about. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Uh, but he's a real douche, man. He's trying to steal his girl. He really is. Eddie and his trio of goons. They're just fantastic, classic evil bullies. And they play a tremendous job of just just really just rustling up some trouble. Can I just say Eddie and the boys with a Z? Because, yeah, I mean, that how 1990s could you be? Oh, it's so it's perfect. It's 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 just absolute classic villainy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. That's a, that's a great choice. Also, a very young. Um, not, I'm not Jessica Alba. Who am I thinking of? Um, it's Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel, right? First name, wrong last name. Uh, Jessica Biel, pretty good in this movie. I like to say it's a sign of things to come for her, but. Yeah, I don't know that I have like a whole lot of real favorite Jessica Biel movies other than the uh, baseball movie that I love, Summer Catch, which I know you also like. Oh, big fan. We have to do that one come come April once baseball season finally rolls around. Or do we save it for summer because it's Summer Catch? What do you think, audience? Should we do Summer Catch? And is it a summer movie or a spring movie? And also, you guys don't have a choice because we both want to do it. So it's happening. You just tell us when. Tweet it. Tweet at us. Let's continue on to my number four pick. I'm going to go over to A Christmas Story. Now, this is, I believe, 1983. I'm trying to plug it in to fact check on that. Yep, Yep. it's 83. 1983. I always thought this movie took place in the 50s, but it's got one of the great villains of all time. Not just in a Christmas movie, but in any movie. You got the neighborhood bully. You've got Scott Farkas, although his name is spelled S-C-U-T in the casting. I always thought it was Scott, but it's like Scott Farkas. It makes it even more thrilling. Yeah. Zach Ward plays a great villain in this movie. Fantastic actor. He might even be in another movie that I really enjoy, too, which was in the 90s called, um, gosh, what is that JTT movie? Wild America. He's DC. Yeah. That's a pull for you. He's a villain in Wild America, too. The man is just a natural heel. Get him a mic, let him punch somebody in the nuts, and get a three count. He's a villain. He's a a great villain, and that's a great choice. And if we did an honorable mention, um, he definitely is there for me because he's a definitive Mm -hmm. classic. The story takes place in the 1940s. Yeah, so, it's like 40s, 50s, somewhere in there. So it's got, it's got to be post-war, I'm assuming. So a post-war, teenage, childhood bully. And he nails it. He sure does. And the only reason he's not higher on the list, because at the end of the day, he his ass kicked by Ralphie, who was you know kind of a nerd with glasses, and beat it, nerd. How'd you get no, beat up by Ralphie? He's got such a great uh, henchman, too. Was, it, was the little guy named Toady or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his uh, his henchman, I believe, is is it Grover? I can't remember what. Maybe I just call him Toady. I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter. He's such a great henchman. He's so great. Quick fact check. Yet yeah, it is actually Grover. Although, is, what were you saying, Toady? Well, he is a Toady. So I probably yeah. I just always call him Toady in my head because he looks like his name would be Toady. Okay. Yeah, I can't argue that. All right, well, let's get over to your number three pick. What do you have? So apparently my list, as I'm reading it out loud, is very 
not classical Christmas movies, but when we're talking about Christmas and we're talking about villains and we're talking about great movies, I have to go to 1992 and I have to talk Danny DeVito in Batman Returns as the Penguin. Okay. One of the great villains of the 90s, without a doubt. The uh, Penguin, yeah, he, he'll literally bite your face off, as we saw in our archives. Great movie. And, um, yeah, I think that, to me, that is the career-defining role for Danny DeVito. And I actually love that, because Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. It most certainly is. It's, it's a Christmas movie, and if you say Die Hard's a Christmas movie, you have to say Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. Right. And it's not a movie. We, we did it. It's in our archives from a few months back, so it's not something that we reviewed come the holiday season, um, which to me says you can watch it any time of the year. But the fact that you got this four foot ten guy with his big ass nose and his little hoof fingers, and he's kidnapping the firstborn children out of Gotham just because he can, and it bites the guy's you know, nose off. I mean, I, I think that <laughs> I think that's a little bit more vicious than Hans Gruber. Yeah, you can't argue that. Okay, so Batman returns. The Penguin. I love that pick, actually. That that you know what? That never even crossed my mind to look at the Penguin. It came to me when I was pissing. I was in, I was on the pisser. I'm not on the pisser. I was standing. Yeah, the sure you are. Uh, You're squatting was, down. Go ahead, continue. Well, what I do is I squat, but I face the other direction. Oh, okay, that's interesting, isn't it? You get your squats in, and you get a good pee. Yeah. Now a lot of your best ideas come from the shitter. So that's true. Yeah, I I, uh, I tend to think and get my best ideas in the shower or during working out. Okay, you're doing a lot of thinking in the shower, are you? Uh, yeah, it's a shower. Instant clean system. Yeah, I've been in your shower. The guest one needs a little work on the tub. Floods on you. Hey, that's Anna's bathroom. <laughs> Well, let's go over the number three here, and I'm going way back here. I'm going the 1966. It's been redone several times. It's an animation family fantasy movie, and I am giving my number three pick to the Grinch from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Whoa. So, come on, man. He's, he's the ultimate villain. He's not the villain. He's the hero. He steals everything from the Whoville people. And then he from, gives it back. His little heart gives in. But, I mean, for the most part, he's a really bad guy. Why? Because of the Who's. They ostracized yeah. him. They made him into the Grinch. They are the bad guys. And I dead seriously about put that movie on my list and was going to say the Who's were the villains. I mean, but think of what he does to the poor dog. I mean, he dresses him up like a reindeer. Then he's like, whoosh, just riding him like he's a 10 reindeer. I mean, what, what kind of nice guy does that to a poor dog? The dog clearly has balls because he can handle it. Right. Yeah, he does have a sack on him. Yeah, I just, I got to put him at my number three. He's not number one because he's not an ultimate bad guy, but he's close. He almost did it, but then he ended up giving it back. But yeah, you got to give the people of Whoville a little bit of the blame, though. I do agree with that. Thank you. It wasn't for, was it Cindy Lou Who that comes to the rescue? Yeah, who knows what would have happened to poor Grinch. Okay. He goes through a hero's journey. All right, now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. We got two picks left, man. What do you got for number two? So I'm heading back to 1990, um, and you hit on it already. We're talking Home Alone. We're talking the Wet Bandits, the Sticky Bandits, 
we got Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern is doing phenomenal acting jobs as Harry and Marv. And, you know, everything that you already said about them as villains, I echo and just want to mention the fact that they, they, especially in the second one, they literally have a gun to him. They're, they're going to kill him. Like there's no question. There's no apprehension. There's no universe where if it doesn't, the gun isn't covered in that tar or whatever, he's pulling the trigger and murdering him. Oh, without a doubt. So, yeah, obviously, I love your number two pick. I mean, it was a little higher on my list because, again, they get beat up by, like, a 10-year-old. And then, again, when he's, like, 12. But, uh, yeah, they deserve to be on the list. And I think they would have gotten beaten up a third time if it wasn't for Macaulay Culkin quitting the industry. Because I did hear um, that uh, John Hughes had written the third Halloween – or not Halloween, but Home Alone. That would have been a way different movie from John Hughes – he had had written the third one and then Macaulay Culkin retired and then he rewrote it and we got part three, which my son loves, but it's a shit show. Oof. Be honest. Part three and part four definitely need work. The only thing good about that movie is it launched the career of Scarlett Johansson. You would think that's a good thing. And I would agree with you. Okay. And I, I do. Okay. <laughs> well, let's jump over to my number two pick, get into the final countdown here. We are in 1984. There are several of them, but I'm going to point out one. It's Gizmo, it's Gremlins, it's Joe Dante, and I am talking about the bad guy, Stripe. He's the ultimate villain, man. He's he going to really ruin is. Christmas for everybody. He, you know, I think he he was the ringleader that killed poor Mr. Futterman. Who knows what he did to the dog with those Christmas lights? Like, you know, he's hanging people, he's killing people, he's trying to kill Gizmo, he's trying to kill everybody. And then he comes back in the sequel and he's bigger, badder, and we're going to get into that someday. It'll be a future episode, no doubt. And we will talk about how bad he is in part two. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fantastic pick. Obviously, it's classic movie villain. It's sci-fi in the Mogwai, obviously, are science fiction. They're, it's mm-hmm. a great choice and it's a great Christmas movie in our archives. Um, which I had a lot of fun when we did that episode. And we have to do number two. Uh, yeah. Number two. Do you, you see what I did? I made yeah, a joke. I, did. I can't okay. stop thinking about you said choice. You had a little bit of walking came out on you when you said <laughs> it. I was like, oh, there it is. Just peeps oh, out. I can't help it. It's it talked about Batman Returns. Christopher Walken is Matt Strack. <laughs> God, I love it. You love it. You love it, man. <laughs> All right, let's give the the rundown here before you drop your number one pick. So you started in 1988 with Die Hard and the bad guy, Hans Gruber. Then we went to 98 for Eddie and the Boys with I'll Be Home for Christmas. The Penguin was eating people's faces off and biting into a raw fish in part three, uh, or choice number three. And then number two, you had Harry and Marv, the Wet Bandits, a.k.a. the Sticky Bandits, what do you have for your number one pick, the ultimate bad guy? Who do you have? So I, I first want to, before I, I lay down the law, do you have any idea? Are you like, you? do you think you know what my number one is? I kind of think it's the same one as mine, so I can't really say. Okay, that's fair. I'm assuming it's not the same one as yours. Um, I think it is. Yeah, are you uh, also in 2005? I am not. I'm in a different year. You are in a different year. So I'm in 2005. 
I am hanging out with Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart, Anna Ferris, <laughs> Chris Klein. I'm talking about Dusty Dinkelman, Simply <laughs> Dusty, and Just Friends. Dinkelman. <laughs> yes, I love that bit. Um, I just, I, I love this movie. It's an underrated Christmas movie for sure. Ryan Reynolds used to have a much different career before he uh-huh. just blew up out of this world. And he's a fantastic actor to see him in a younger role. And he's good. But Chris Klein as Dinkelman, he's just this, this local, just <laughs> asshole. When he grabs a girl's butt and then goes to threaten to punch the guy, that's my favorite. I just love that throughout the movie, like there's several times where they're just like, Dinkleman. It's just, it's such a bad guy name. But can I also add this? Jamie Smiles. I don't even know the rest, but I just know James that first part. Smiles. It moves me miles. <laughs> She's no ordinary girl. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. And then yeah, at one point Ryan Reynolds' character is like he's it's like he's got twelve fingers. <laughs> he's the, he's the, the double headed whatever the, the double guitar yeah. is called. No, and he's <laughs> and then when he gets tackled and Ryan Reynolds knocks him to the ground, he's like, We're trying to enjoy the celebration of our Lord. <laughs> and then he looks at him and he does the little devil face. Oh my gosh. Yes. Such a great character. Awesome pick at number one. I love it. Okay. Well, here's my rundown here. Top five. So started in 1990 with Marvin Harry with Home Alone. Then we moved to A Christmas Story, which almost took place in my hometown in Indiana with Scott Farkas. And then we went to the 60s, way back in the machine to How the Grinch Stole Christmas with the Grinch, arguably you know, bad guy, good guy. Number two, Stripe from Gremlins. He's he's a great villain. Number one, JD, uh-huh. I think you will like this. 1994, Charlie, the Santa Claus. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, damn it. Charlie. <laughs> Why do you play with my emotions? Okay. I think this is almost as good. Although I've taken a little wind out of my own sails, I will admit. I am in 1996. He is trying to destroy the Langston family. He's hitting on the wife and he's going after the governor's woman. And I am talking about jingle all the way, man. And yeah, Phil Hartman's character. He is a bad guy trying to fool people with, let me bake you some cookies. Let me talk to you on the phone. Like I'm this real nice guy. I'm not buying any of it, Phil, you know, Ted Melton, whatever his name is. He's a bad guy. He was going to ruin that that entire family. You know what? He he was a very bad guy. I had a feeling Jingle All the Way was going to be your pick. I'm a little surprised you didn't say Sinbad. I completely love the Phil Hartman choice as the villain. Yeah. But even Arnold's character is a bad guy too. Like he's a piece of trash. Yeah, there's a lot of bad guys. Now you know, Howard Langston, he's the he's the overworking dad, loves his job, not enough time with his kids. You know, Sinbad, Myron, the male guy. I mean, he just he wants to get the turbo man for his kid. He'll do anything. Is he a bad guy for it? I don't know. No, he's but, not as bad as Arnold. But Melton, the cookie making, sweater wearing, glasses wearing doofus next door who's already divorced, wants to break up another family, 
no, you're the bad guy. And I don't yeah. like, so that's how I, I stand. I could even throw the mall Santa in there, kind of a bad guy for stealing his money. <sighs> the Belushi. <laughs> and don't forget about giant Paul Wright. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Future episode. A lot of bad guys in that movie, but none worse than old Ted Melton. So that's my number one pick. I, I could have shuffled these around anyway, um, but I just thought that would be a, a solid number one that would catch you by surprise. I think we both caught each other by surprise with number one. Yeah, we did. I, I'm very happy with your number one pick. I think it was very inspired. I, I feel like the Christmas angel has touched you in places you haven't been touched in years. Ooh, yeah. What was that, a, a Blanche from Golden Girls? I don't know. Something hit me in my spot. Dorothy. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I was actually surprised. I was totally prepared to mark Charlie off of my list. Would he pop up on yours? And I thought that he might. Because he's a bad guy in Santa Claus 2. And in Santa Claus 1. Eh, he's a bad kid. He's a brat. Yeah, he's, he's a brat. A piece of trash. I, I debated going the Martin Short Santa Claus 3 route. <laughs> I, I love his character in that movie. Okay. But no, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of my list. And I'm very excited about your list. I mean, you, you definitely had some winners. Or they were all winners. And you guys are all winners for listening to this episode. We, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, IGTV, YouTube. You can find us on the social media. What am I, 100 years old? I was going to say. Find me on the social medias. I'll be tweeting at people. Hashtag old man tweet. No, you can uh, find us on social media at Back in Time Pod. I'm at Chaotry29. JD's at Unjust Justin. We will be back next week with an all new episode. Teaser trailer should drop early in the week. And then we've got the full review for Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. I can't wait, man. There's going to be a lot of singing. There's going to be a lot of singing. There's going to be some wassailing, some <laughs> eggnog, not for Kyle, because Kyle doesn't like Christmas. There's going to be a lot of blousing. I mean, browsing. <laughs> Tis the season to be merry. Oh, that's my name. No shit. Can't see the lines, can you, Russ? All right, join us next week. All new episode. We will talk with you guys then. Have a good rest of the week. See ya. Happy holidays. Keep it 